Man, it's playoff time. It's playoff time. It's championship time. I'm in character, clearly. It's gangster time. It's time for the 49ers to get real gangster on these dudes. And Jimmy G is the G for gangster because dudes clutch. And I feel like a lot of people kind of kind of glossing over that. We're going to talk about all that and more. You know what it is, man. San Francisco 49ers morning show. Let's go. Talk TV podcast. Welcome to another episode of the San Francisco 49ers Morning Show. I'm your host, former NFL and AFL defensive back, Eric Crocker. And today, man, I'm coming to Jimmy Garoppolo's defense. I'm coming to his defense J- just a little. All right, now we're going to get to the details of some things. Now, no. Again, we're talking about the quarterback. Yes, we're talking about the quarterback. He's the most important player out here. 49ers football team is loaded. And the questions start and end with Jimmy Garoppolo. So we're going to get into all that more. But first, if you haven't already, make sure you guys listen to my show, man. Locked on 49ers with myself, Brian Peacock. Also, listen to Locked on NFL Draft. I know it's not draft season for the 49ers yet, but it's always draft season for someone. So make sure you guys tune in, listen to Locked on NFL Draft with myself, and my co-host, Ryan Tracy. All right, we're there five days a week. Also locked on 49ers five days a week. Make sure you guys tune in to that. It's in the description below. Uh, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. All that good stuff if you're new to this. But uh, it's time to get real gangster right now for the 49ers. You got the Rams coming in. Or <laughs> all those Rams coming in, 49ers coming in. SoFi Stadium, Levi's South. Wherever you want to, however you want to call it. But they got a mutual site game right now going on. At Levi State, Levi South, all right, SoFi Stadium, taking on the Rams. And uh, all I'm seeing is a lot of Jimmy Garoppolo talk. Uh, uh, in a way, I get it. Jimmy G, he's, 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 he's kind of a, a somewhat of a liability, but then not because you still win. We're going to get into all that. First, I got a couple super chats. Starting the day off. This is good. My guy Gammon. Here we go. Two Super Chats back-to-back. One, I don't think I've ever seen a team unintentionally provide so much bulletin board material. Uh, habitual line steppers. Hmm? Okay. Okay. I like it. Maybe they do know and they just don't care. Uh, two, number one, Debo who? A head coach all up in the end zone like Daddy and the Rappers, Diddy and the Rappers uh, videos. Uh, three ticket masters. Rams should be motivated. I know. You know what? I'm seeing the Ticketmaster thing, from what I understand, they Ticketmasters was like, all right, we're catching a little heat from the from the 49ers side. Let's uh, you know, take this whole band off or whatever uh the Rams are trying to do. So I think I think Ticketmasters, I think they right it they're wrong. All right, but yeah, uh the Rams, it's just a way to come up. First of all, they're in LA. You know what I'm saying? And we know LA is, you know, it's always the the stars and all that type of stuff, right? The lights, the bright lights. And I think Sean McVay, he 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 kind of carries that on. He carries on that like the mystique of Los Angeles and 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 his look and you know what I'm saying, his chick and you know what I'm saying, you know, their houses and all that type of stuff. You know, he's like, that's LA. And the way they carry themselves, the way the Rams carry themselves is real LA like. And when I say LA, I ain't talking about like, you know. 
Crenshaw and Slauson, LA. Like I'm talking about, like you know, LA. Uh, was that with the stars on the on the on the street, Hollywood Boulevard? They carried themselves like that. Appreciate the contributions early on. Here we go, man. So let's get into it. I I really. It's crazy that I'm the one that has to come to defense of Jimmy Garoppolo. But I think his name has kind of been drugging the mud a little bit over the last couple of days. I feel like it's really clear who and what Jimmy Garoppolo is. I should actually have this on Twitter. Hold on, y'all. Bear with me. I'm going to put this on Twitter real quick. I feel like it's really clear who and what Jimmy Garoppolo is. But he's getting drugged through the Twitterverse right now. And I feel like I, I get some of it that's warranted, right? Just in the sense of the eye test. It looks a little odd. But the 49ers win a lot of games with him. Now, I think there's two drastically like different sides to this, how people are taking it. There are some people that think, oh, man, like they win in spite of Garoppolo. And I think there's something to that. There's some people that believe... They win because of Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think there's something to that. All right? I'm going to argue for both sides today. Then I'm going to let y'all come on and tell me what you feel about this whole thing. I know we talk about Jimmy a lot. But listen, all organizations, any podcast that you jump on right now, they're going to be talking about the quarterback position. They get paid the most. It's just the most polarizing position. And most teams go as far as their quarterback goes. So that's what teams are discussing. That's what podcasts are discussing. A quarterback. And 49ers, that's what we're discussing, the 49ers quarterback. And when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo, I don't think I've ever seen a fan base so split on one guy. So split. I try to play it neutral. I know what he is and what he isn't. But I feel like there's like there's a part of the crowd, the 49ers fans, that hate. I don't want to say hate Jimmy G. That's a strong word. They think that he's terrible. And there's another part that's like, dude, He's the reason why you win so many games. Look at the 49ers record without him. There are a lot of statistics that work really in both favors. All right. I've seen numbers. One, the, the, the main number that's going to work in Jimmy Garoppolo's favor is the, the amount of wins that he has when quarterback in the 49ers. Even you look in the playoffs, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo now has four playoff wins. Four playoff wins. But then somebody that will argue against him will say, well, in those four playoff wins, He's averaging like 120 passing yards and has only thrown one touchdown pass. And his one touchdown pass in his four playoff wins came on the very first drive of the first playoff game that he ever played in. And that was the pass to Kendrick Bourne, Bourne uh, Justin for Kendrick Bourne. So I get it from a statistical standpoint, but I think we got to kind of like, Throw the throw this stats out, right? And I see my guy Jason Walsh here. He says, uh, this playoffs, this playoffs, he has one TD and four INTs. I don't even think he has a touchdown pass. Did he throw one against the Cowboys? No, because uh Debo Samuel threw a touchdown. No, he did throw one. He did throw one. He threw one to uh what you call it? uh 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 no? So, no, that was in the playoffs. I'm thinking of the Rams game because that was like a playoff game on my mind. When I played the Cowboys, he didn't throw no touchdown. Debo had a rushing touchdown. Debo had a throwing touchdown. 
Mitchell had a rushing touchdown. Uh, so when you say this playoffs, he has one TD, I think that's just the 49ers. They really haven't had TD drives like that. He has no touchdown passes and two interceptions. That's not ideal. I agree. I agree. Not ideal. But I do think the reason why the 49ers have been able to win so many games with Jimmy Garoppolo, there's something to it. Again, we've talked about it. You know, Grant Cohen said it. The art, the, the the arsonist and the firefighter, right? He's kind of starting the fires and he's putting the fires out. But I think like that's been him throughout his time with the 49ers. He's done a lot. He's done a good amount to keep 49ers in games, right? When Jimmy Garoppolo is at quarterback, you don't get blown out. A lot of teams, you, teams get blown out. You're not getting blown out with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. I can guarantee this. With Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback, you always, always have a chance to win. Very rarely are there any games that get away from the 49ers. Uh, you know, very rarely are there games with Jimmy Garoppolo where the 49ers lose by more than one score. I think the Cardinals game with Colt McCoy, and I don't know what happened in that game, and that might have been one of Jimmy Garoppolo's best games. You know what I'm saying? But very rarely, very rarely, are you not in contention to win a football game with Jimmy Garoppolo? So I do think that there's value with that. I think there's value with that. There's value with the fact that no matter what the circumstances, and we can talk about how great this 49ers team is, it's a loaded roster, in my opinion. It's a loaded roster. I, I don't almost go as far, as far as to say 49ers kind of over underachieving right now. And, and when I say underachieving, I mean in the full extent of what they should be able to do with the talent really on both sides of the ball. Not underachieving in, in the sense of the results of being in the NFC Championship game. Like, that's big time. But I feel like there's another level to this team that should be kicking everybody's ass. And we're not, they're not getting there. Right? They're not getting there. But at the end of the day, regardless, you know with Jimmy, you are going to be in contention to win the game. Now, my guy Mike Shields, this is a great step. This is a great step. We were in contention with Brian Hoyer. We lost seven or nine games by three or less points. I remember five straight at one point, right? And the thing that makes Jimmy Garoppolo better than a guy like Brian Hoyer is he has a clutch gene. And that's what this is about. Jimmy G, a.k.a. Mr. Clutch. So there's there got to be something to that. So there's this stat. And let me let me go to it right now. One, we'll go to what, what I said. All right. Go to what I said. And I've said this on the podcast. Listen, a lot of y'all come in here and you guys listen to me talk every single day. And you've heard me say it. Not many quarterbacks I'd rather have on my team than uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. In, or There's not a lot of guys I would like quarterbacking with the ball in their hands three minutes left. Aside from Jimmy Garoppolo. There's not a lot. All right. But I also said this. And let me put this on the uh, big screen. Shout out to my people over at the Locked On Network. They made this into a graphic. All right, once it's a graphic, you can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't take it back. <laughs> but I ain't taking it back. I mean, I mean it. All right. So here we go. Let's get into it. Share my screen. And this is going to go to what our guy is saying. How many QBs would you rather have at for a game? And a lot of people are are, I don't know why they are mixing this up or turning my words into something or not understanding the context of this. But my, my good folks at Locked On uh, Podcast says, how many QBs would you rather have for a game-winning drive 
than Jimmy G. Locked on 49ers host Eric Crocker says, not many. And this is my direct quote. Last couple of minutes of a game, there are only a couple of quarterbacks that I'd rather have with the ball in their hands than Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, there might be some people that you're like, you know what? Yeah, I would have him. Like, cool, whatever. But I mean, like, if we're just talking about it's the last two minutes, and if I can't have Jimmy Garoppolo, what guys do I have? It's Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. That's it. Tom Brady, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, those are the only two quarterbacks in the NFL that I would rather have the ball in their hands than Jimmy Garoppolo. I've been saying that on this podcast, right? And then somebody tags me in this. A lot of people disagree with me. But, and then somebody tags me in this. Where is it at? Where is it at? Hold on. Here we go. And they bring this up. And this was from yesterday. And it's crazy because obviously my quote came out yesterday. I've been saying this for a while. And this guy says it. I don't, I don't believe he's a 49er guy, NFL writer. He's just an NFL writer, not a 49er guy. And he said, here's an update list. 49er fans might be interested more than most here. Why would the 49ers be interested? Because Jimmy Garoppolo is sitting right here at number two in fourth quarter comeback stats game winning drives, uh, drive opportunities. And not only that, this is win losses, right? 10 wins, nine losses. That doesn't take into account the Green Bay game, where in the last two minutes he drove the 49ers down the field, scored a touchdown with 37 seconds left, no timeouts, and the 49ers still lost that game. That doesn't, well, it does take into account, but it doesn't go towards wins. He's he gets hurt by a Tennessee game where last seconds of the game, uh, you know, he drives down with a minute left, 49 score a touchdown. Now, is it all him? No. You know, Debo Samuel had a big running catch, after, you know, in that Titans game. But at the end of the day, Jimmy Garoppolo with two minutes up, he's money. And we have seen it consistently. And this backs it up. This backs up everything that I've been saying. This backs it up. Matter of fact, 52%, 51%. He got the highest percentage. These are fourth quarter. I don't know. I don't know exactly how I look at it. But at the end of the day, he's second on his list to Tom Brady. So I've been saying this for a while. And a lot of y'all that have been listening to me, a lot of y'all that have been listening to me, y'all hear me say this. And those numbers back up what I've been saying. And then it's crazy because I, I'll see people, you know, in the comments or whatever or quote tweeting and they're like, what really Jimmy Garoppolo? And it's like, man, y'all low key got Jimmy fucked up. You are right in the sense of the first 57 minutes of a game. There are probably 15 to 20 quarterbacks I'd take over. If you're saying, all right, you got to start your season with a quarterback, all right. There are, you know, for this 49ers team that I feel like has a really good roster and really kind of loaded, right? Look at 49ers roster, house constructed. There are a good amount of quarterbacks I would take over. But when it comes down to the last three minutes, there's only one or two. I'd say Patrick Mahomes, too. Two. Quarterback, I would take over Jimmy G. So when I see this right here from my guy, Mark Shields, Mike Shields, excuse me, we were in contention with Brian Hoyer. We lost seven out of nine games by three or less points. The biggest difference, Jimmy G got that clutch factor. And I feel like at this point, it really can't be disputed. Like, how do you even argue against it? How do you argue against the fact that at the end of the day, with Jimmy Garoppolo, you're going to be in games. Yeah, he's going to do some weird things to make it to where you can't blow teams out. But when it comes down to it, the last two minutes, I'm calm. I'm as calm as can be. Because I know Jimmy Garoppolo is going to come through. I don't know why I feel like that. Well, I do know why. Because I see it all the fucking time. I see it all the time. 
Jimmy attacks uh, the Jimmy attacks our tired people uh, magnify the mistakes he makes, but he don't he don't uh, but don't give him any props for the plays he makes uh, to put the 49ers in position to win. I'll say this, and again, my guy 49 faithful. It's because a lot of the reason why the 49ers are in that position is because of the mistakes that Jimmy makes. Now you can say everybody throws interceptions, everybody has mistakes, everybody has misthrows, and that is true. But when you can't like make people forget about those things, and when I say make people forget about it, I mean more times than not when we're watching Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, he strings together some kind of weird moments, right, and makes it to where a twenty-three to seven lead over the Dallas Cowboys ends up being a one-score game and the Cowboys being able to win. Like, why is that? Right. So that you know, there's that aspect of it. Jimmy has a tough time putting teams away because of a lot of the mistakes he makes. So that's what people, that's what they see. And it's tough. And they're not wrong. I don't think that, I don't think people are necessarily wrong for the attacks on Jimmy G, but I think they're wrong in a sense of overlooking certain aspects of him. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a lot of what the people that are like, they, they're down on him. He has a lot of that in him. Like, a lot of it's justified. And when you look at a lot of the numbers, aside from wins, a lot of it, it is justified. But the wins are happening. And I think, you know, a lot of it here, – here's a, here's one thing. Here's one way to look at it. And that's the uh, – Croc, that small sample size, that's misleading. Chris, how is that a small sample size when he hasn't really started a whole bunch of games? So it's a smaller sample size in 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 the sense of, um, it's a small sample size, in the sense of like some of these other people that have had four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, full seasons. Jimmy's had two full seasons, and so when if you do like how they do, uh, you know, per capita or whatever they call it, per capita, whatever. If you if you go that direction with it, that's a pretty good sample size. If you compare the amount of games that he has played, the amount of games he has started, and then factor those number in and compare it to everybody else's, it's per capita, he's better, he's better than everybody but Tom Brady at it. We can only go off of the games that he's played. And with the games that he's played, he's he's converting at a high rate. So I, I don't think it's I disagree. I disagree, Chris Roscoe's. Still uh, checking in on the chat. Appreciate everybody's in here right now. If you're over or you're watching on Twitter, come over to YouTube, man. Type in Eric Crocker. Uh, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. The notification bell so you're alerted when I go live. All that good stuff. We're here five days a week. Five mornings a week. Won't be here this Friday. I got to travel to Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> Croc, you hiding a hangover or a black eye? No black eye. The wife didn't uh, beat me up or anything like that. But... Uh, it's just gangster time, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you throw the locs on, and, and you know, it's it's, it's it's that time. It's nut-cutting time, NFC Championship game. So I'm going to be in character all week, for the rest of the week. So, yeah, I I, I, I hear people in, you know, I was getting into it. I don't want to say getting into it, but I had a disagreement with someone on Twitter today, and he's like, he, he hates that Jimmy Garoppolo gets so much credit. And I'm like, man, if you listen to the 49 fan base, I don't think he gets the credit that people think. Again, the fan base is split. His coach tried to get rid of him. That's the most telling thing. 
If you want to know anything about Jimmy Garoppolo and who he is, that water was good. If you want to know anything about Jimmy Garoppolo and who, who, how he's viewed by his staff, that the player, players love him. Great leader, doesn't flap, all that good stuff. You know you can win with him. But if you want to know the real, just look no further than the fact that Kyle Shanahan looked over, looked under every rock, turned over every stone to get him up out of here. He wanted Matthew Stafford. He wanted Deshaun Watson. That should let you know how he feels that what he's doing with Jimmy Garoppolo is limited. And I don't think it had just, oh, well, it's just, it's uh, it's because, um, what do they say? The injuries. Mm, it's not all injuries. It's not all injuries. Not even close. Obviously, the, the injuries have led to him missing more games than you would ideally like. And Chris... Um, I see. I see the uh, link. Check your Twitter. The link is in there. Check your uh, Twitter DMs. I'm gonna bring everybody on in a few minutes. If you're on Twitter right now, you want to come over and 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 um, you know, get in live on the show. Come over. I'm about to post a link in the chat so everybody can come on live and talk to me about how I'm wrong about Jimmy Garoppolo being one of the most clutch quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't know, man. I think the the the, the I get it. He ain't going to be here next year. That part is clear. You can't watch these games and how they transpire and how he struggles to put teams away and how he kind of limits certain things and how you're living on the edge and your heart is shaking and 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 all that and near picks and all this. You can't watch all that and be like, oh, yeah, Kyle is definitely going to deal with this another year. No. But Kyle, pro- Kyle – Kyle probably has enough arrogance in himself. I don't want to say arrogance. Clearly, we know Kyle's kind of, you know. But he knows, like, if I can just get a little bit more, if I can get 10% more from the quarterback position, I'm good. I'm good. He, he yeah. Trey Lance got about 50% more in the bag. Will he reach that? I don't know. We don't know. But he got, he got a good amount in the bag. Here we go. I got my guy Chris coming on. He 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 gonna have something to say. Here we go. All right, Chris. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. How am I wrong? What's up, Croc? <laughs> What's up, Croc? Croc man. First off, sorry, I had to move some stuff. First off, Croc, you hear me? I hear you. Loud and clear. <sighs> Jesus, man. Well, today's hump day. Is today hump day? Tuesday. Oh, today's Tuesday? Yeah. Oh, dang. All right, Croc, look. Happy Tuesday, man. You making me the bad guy, Croc. Why are you making me the bad guy, man? Why, why are you making me the bad guy? First off, let's let's get these numbers right. Let's get these numbers right for his, what is it, his last, um, for, let's just talk about his last four games of the season. Jimmy Garoppolo's last four games of the season. How many touchdown passes does Jimmy have in the last four games of the season? Do you know, Croc? Three. That's off the top of my head. I mean, I can go back and look at the games, but I know he played against Tennessee. He had 
two touchdowns in that game, right? Actually, I'm two sorry. Two touchdown passes? No, yeah, his last three games, his two, last three games, he has. The Rams? No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, his last three games, his last three games. Actually, let's, let's no, his last four games. Let's go his last four games. I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him a little credit. His last four games, he has two touchdowns and six interceptions. That's your guy. Two touchdowns. Who, who, wait, that's whose guy? That's your that's guy, guy. Croc. That's your guy. That's your guy, Jimmy Garoppolo. Two touchdowns, six interceptions. I don't want to hear anything about, oh, we're getting on Jimmy too hard or we're doing this. That is, t- bro, if that was any other quarterback, he would be getting, he would be getting trashed. He has okay. very staunch, hard supporters. And, and then using that comeback stat, bro, look at everybody else on that list. Like, that's a small sample size. And why is it a small sample size? Because Jimmy gets hurt. That's his fault. He's an injury-prone quarterback who turns over the ball at will. Bro, Josh Allen is at home, and he threw nine touchdown passes and zero interceptions in the playoffs. But because of Garoppolo, have an all-time great defense that should be get that should get mentioned in the history books if we make the Super Bowl. That we're that we're even in this far. He's got zero TDs in in the playoffs and two picks. He is literally <laughs> on the Trent Dilfer. He's literally on the Trent Dilfer train. He, he is Trent Dilfer. He's, he's Jimmy Dilfer. He is Jimmy Dilfer. He is Jimmy Dilfer. <laughs> So do you give do you give Trent Dilfer all this credit? I listen. The only Wait, credit on. I'm giving Jimmy G. Hold on, Roscoe. <laughs> the only credit I'm getting Jimmy G is that he's clutch. Can I, is, is Jimmy not clutch? Jimmy Jimmy is definitely clutch. I am not. Is not he scared. one of the most clutch quarterbacks in the NFL? No, no, I'm not giving that to you, bro. First off, you you go you take Jimmy G over Josh Allen in clutch. In clutch. And clutch, are you taking Jimmy G over Josh Allen? Forget the stat. Do you take Jimmy G over Josh Allen? Yes. Oh, I, <laughs> yes. I'm blocking you, Croc. I am going on Twitter right now. I'm blocking you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Croc, Chris, are you serious? Listen, I can't. I Matter can't fact, get. I, do you take him over Derek Carr in clutch situations? I'm taking him over everybody except for Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. Oh, oh, oh man, that's crazy, bro. Croc. <clears throat> Derek, Derek Carr has 24 fourth quarter comebacks and 30 game winning drives. You're taking Jimmy Garoppolo over Derek Carr in clutch situations. You see, this is the problem with the stat. It's a small sample size. Derek Carr had a has a bigger sample size. He has 24 comebacks, 30 game winning drives. One year he led the league in comebacks with seven. Come on, crap. Are you kidding that's, me? That's good and all. Um, but no, I'm taking Jimmy G. Oh, oh Jesus. And then you use the Titans game. Uh somebody you know, somebody in the chat said, I think Jimmy paid Croc today. <laughs> listen, Bro, I I, I, I just can't saying. believe I can't believe it. Wait, wait, hold on. Listen. Just because we know who Jimmy is, does it mean that we cannot slander him to the to the ends of the earth? Just because we know who he is doesn't mean it that doesn't make it okay. Just because I know somebody's a thief doesn't make it okay. No. No. They're going to have to get it. Chris, Chris, I'm not saying Jimmy is great. I I know you I've been on, I've been on, I've been on, 
on 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 uh, record of saying that he should he's gonna be gone next year. I would have benched him after the Cardinals game, right? Uh, you know, I, I know what he is and what he isn't, and he's a lot of like weird, right? But in the last three, no, minutes, no, 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 we got every time we got I watch him. Are you are you come okay? What's when when you when the last three minutes? Because that's what we're talking about here. We ain't talking about whole games. In the last three minutes of games, and Jimmy has the ball in his hands. How com- how confident on a scale of one to ten uh, are you that he's going to lead the team down to score points? Three. I'm never confident with him throwing the ball. I'm never confident with him throwing the ball. Bro. He's shown you over and over like that's his strength. It, it's fact, like I'm a, it's like I'm a like you. you, you, you you got, what, what, right everybody now, got I, strengths and weaknesses, right? Everybody got strengths and weaknesses. Everybody got areas yeah, where yeah, they're, yeah. they're better than and, and not and whatever, right? I got my strengths and weaknesses, you know, things I'm good at, things I'm not good at, whatever, right? There's some things, you know, you, you ask my wife, right? Well, El, you know, Eric's really good at this, okay? I know Eric's not really going to do this. I know he's not going to do that. I know what Jimmy is and what he isn't. But one thing that I do know is in the last three minutes, he comes through time and time and time again. It's very seldom he doesn't come through in that time. I know Clock, everybody points to the Super Bowl. Obviously, that's one scenario. Uh, or, you know, maybe the Seahawks earlier this year when the ball got batted down the line of scrimmage. That was wide open, though. He comes through time and time again. Can I give you another time number? Again. Can I give you another number? Okay, let me hear it. Let if, me hear if it. He, if he's such a clutch and amazing quarterback, why does he have the worst fourth quarter QB rating in the, in the playoffs? Because that's the games. entire fourth quarter. That's not counting. Hey. The last three. I'm talking about, clutch, I am talking about purely the last happens. three minutes. That's what clutch happens. He's one of the, he is the worst fourth quarter QB in the playoffs. No, we want to throw our numbers. In, throw our numbers. Listen, if we're talking about for the for fifty seven minutes of the game, yeah, like uh, there's a lot of quarterbacks that will take over. No, no, no. We're I'm talking about specifically the last three minutes. So when you say fourth quarter, like that's that's counting the other, you know, the other. With, uh, 12 minutes of the fourth quarter. Yeah, 12 minutes. You probably you might get 12 bad minutes of them. But when the game is on the line, that last three minutes, there's not many quarterbacks better than them. The stats prove it. Correct. Those are our, okay. Okay, I got you. In but I've been saying this. So I know those stats. You can say small samples, but I've been saying this. This is not okay. something that like I, I'm, I'm, I don't I'm know where I just came up with. You. I'm gonna get you on one. In 2019. Uh, a lot of people in the offseason was criticizing Jimmy G deep ball, right? And then his his supporters will come back and say, well, he had the highest completion, you know, with deep balls. He completed like 50-something of his passes, which led to NFL in uh, deep ball accuracy. Now, Croc, tell me if that's cap or not. Keep it 100. Is that cap or not? Okay, but that's different. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> you can't that's different. Remember, number men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie. But guess what they do? They mislead, and we all know that was a misleading step amongst deep balls. Because guess what? He had a very small sample size. You had Russell Wilson, Brady, and other quarterbacks way more attempts throwing the deep ball, so their numbers are going to be lower. This is exact the same thing, Croc. I just used an oh. argument against you, Croc. Tell me it's that's not. Croc. It's not. It, the, 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 the reason why it's different, though, is because you only have 
a small you only have there's only so many times that you have the opportunity to do to have that game winning drive you know what i'm saying so like all game you can you can you can target you can throw deep all game if you want but the last three minutes is that comes down to circumstances you know part of the reason why is because he gets you there right you know we, we know but that's but so that's why it's a, such a smaller sample size all right okay i got another one for you in that pack okay I'm, I'm ready in that Packers game, mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan on the, uh, our final uh, – when we needed a first down on third, and I think it was like third and seven, right? Shanahan had a pa- pass play call. And then I don't know if the Niners took a timeout or something happened, but Shanahan thought about it and said, wait, hold on. <sighs> How am I going to pass the ball? I'm going <laughs> to give the ball to Debo Samuel. No. Because that's, no. that's the clutch guy. That's the guy no. we rely on. Yes, that's no. That is not why he did that. Yes, he said it. He said it. That's not why he did that. I'm gonna tell you why he did that. All right, because first of all, we gotta understand situational football, which everybody says Kyle Shanahan is bad at. But this situation proves that his clock management and all that was on point. All right, let's talk about it. So this there's about a little bit over a minute left, right in the in the in the game, and you have an opportunity right now. The Packers, they have zero timeouts, right? You got mm-hmm. your timeouts left or whatever. You got one or two mm-hmm. timeouts left. Packers have zero timeouts. So you have an opportunity to, one, if you throw the ball, there's a little bit over a minute left, you throw the ball right there, and you throw an incompletion, clock stops. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Do you, do you do you kick a field goal from there? If you do and you miss, then Aaron Rodgers has a minute to drive to get in field goal range. But if you run the rock, if you run it, regardless if you pick up the first down or not, you get to kill 40 seconds of that clock. All right? So if you don't – say you get two yards on the carry. At least you get to run the clock down to about 20 seconds left. You can, you're can you in a little bit better position to kick a field goal. All right? Or you end up, oh, we got a first down. Now we can kill the rest of the clock. But I don't think it was because, oh, I just don't want to put the ball in Jimmy G's hands because his initial – Thought was to throw the ball. Okay, crap. Luckily, I, I, somebody I, I, I got a counter. I got, standpoint I, got in his head. I got a counter for that. Uh, okay. Yes, that's situational football. I understand it. You know, you don't want to throw and stop the time. But guess what? Guess what, crap? And are we going to acknowledge think, that time that clock management from Kyle Shanahan? Because everybody talks about how bad he is with clock management. Nobody no, he he did he did, an, he did an excellent job. You know what he did? And and I and I said this. He gave his best. He put the ball. He put the ball in the hands of his best players. I think Jimmy G was two for two on that drive. Kittle caught one, and then they ran the ball with Debo. Like you, just what the Chiefs do. The Chiefs. What did the Chiefs do usually? They get their best players to football. Who caught the game winner? Kelsey. Who scored some of the big touchdowns? Tyreek Hill. You get your best players of football. And finally, Shanahan said, "I'm done with all of this mess. I'm gonna run. I'm take us home, Debo." Take us home, Kittle Debo. But this is what I want to say to you, Croc. I've seen this situation before. I've seen the uh, Chargers on fourth. Actually, they did it on fourth down. But I've seen the situation. If they don't complete it, they're giving the ball back to Mahomes. Well, their coach is like, "Oh no, nah, I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the ball on my best player. His name is Justin Herbert. I've seen it last year in the playoffs with Tom Brady. They put the ball in his hands." And they had an opportunity to give it back to uh, Aaron Rodgers, but they say, you know what? Now nah, we're gonna we're gonna put the ball in Tom Brady's hands and let him do it. He had to do it twice. 
I also seen it with Patrick Mahomes. I seen it with Patrick Mahomes versus the Buccaneers, where if they don't get this first down, they're gonna have to give it. And and this was on on a run where they could have ran it. He said, "No, I'm gonna give the ball to Ty Tyreek Hill." Uh, uh, what's his name? Coach Andy Reid put the ball in his quarterback's hand. I've seen time and time again where if your quarterback that clutch quarterback, you say, I've seen other quarterbacks in that situation pass the ball. So Kyle Shanahan could have passed the ball if he truly believed in his quarterback. If he truly believed no, in his clutch, that would God, be wait, the wait, wrong thing oh, to do as no, far as clock management goes. It's well, no, it's not and then the wrong thing. It, 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 the ball hits the ground, right? We're talking about the elements. You talking about the weather? All this stuff. The ball hits the ground. We're talking about a minute left on the clock. But what, what and, I'm saying, Croc, what I'm saying, Croc, is those, or, or are you going to do punt? Like, no, that it, it absolutely had everything to do with clock management with him running that ball. It was no, a no, smart no. thing to do. What what I'm saying though is that they believe so much of their quarterbacks that they don't believe that's the wrong decision. They put the ball in their quarterback's hand because they know they're going to end the game. It's well, not, and that's why the, the and that's why the Chargers. That's why the Chargers are at home right now. Okay, what about the what They about blew the Chiefs? a game against the Kansas City Chiefs going for it 100 times on fourth down <laughs> in several situations and scoring in the game that went into overtime and had no business going into overtime. And next thing you know, the, the goddamn Chargers missed the playoffs by half a game. What about the Chiefs? What about the Chiefs? What about them? You said that's why the, the Chargers are home. I gave you three different. Uh, I said Chiefs, Chargers, and Buccaneers. Listen, um, oh, yeah, only one is not the playoffs, bro. Come on, Croc. <laughs> Come on, Croc. Don't you man. look, look at the end of the day. Look, I, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse, but at the end of the day, look, I'm never comfortable with Jimmy G throwing a ball. I don't care if it's in the last minute and 30 seconds. I and I'm pretty sure everybody in the chat can say when Jimmy G is throwing the ball, they are literally sweating, sitting back in their chair, dreading. What's going to happen? And yeah, I, he, I may, agree. he may get it done, but you're, I, I'm I never agree. confident. I'm never confident. Chris, I agree with that, but not in the last three minutes. In the last three minutes, Croc, I'm still dreading. Every time he throws I'm that not, ball, like, it's a possibility rate, of being picked off. I, I track my heart rate, right? Like on my oh, on my Apple on. Watch. <laughs> my heart rate, when Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> has the ball with three minutes left, is, is like, Calm is it's like resting. You would think I'm asleep. You would think I'm dead. That's how calm my heart rate is. Croc, I'm gonna make a shirt for you saying "Stop the cap, Croc." Stop the cap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. I'm not gonna hold up. Right. I know other people want to get on, but uh, yeah. Look, look. If Jimmy wins the Super Bowl, bro, look. Trust me. I'm gonna be the first one going crazy. And remember, I I put Jimmy G on that uh, oh was it on the Cowboys edit? So like, I support the guy. He's our quarterback. I want us to win the Super Bowl with him, trust me, I need this Super Bowl. I'm going to be at the game Saturday, so if any of y'all going to be there, you're going to see a fat black guy with a go with a fat gold chain and whatever, you know what I'm saying, wearing all black. But anyways, look, I want Jimmy G to win the Super Bowl. I want him to play well. The last two games I predicted, I was like, oh, Jimmy won't have no inter uh, no turnovers versus the uh, Cowboys. Well, he ruined that for me. Then I said Jimmy's going to have two touchdown passes versus the uh, Packers. You know, he ruined that for me, even though there were some drops by Kittle and uh, and Jennings and, uh, and Debo. So I'm not predicting anything anymore, but all I know is Jimmy is due. I mean, he has had five bad playoff games. He is due 
for one. I hope it's this week, or I hope he saved the best for last and do it in the Super Bowl. I support Jimmy G. Don't get it twisted. I'm just critical, and nobody, please, don't take my criticism for hate. I'm being honest. When you throw two touchdowns and six interceptions in your last four games, what do you expect me to do? When you when you have five playoff games and you've never played good in any one of them, what do you expect me to do? But at the end he of the day— He played well in the NFC Championship game. He just didn't have a lot of attempts. But he Croc, didn't play bad. Croc, he didn't Croc. play bad. So you yeah, say he you played bad. You're right, Croc. He was so elite handing off the ball. He looked like God himself <laughs> handing off the ball. He was amazing. You know what? He threw eight passes and almost threw a pick six that game. But anyways, I see you making me see. Look what you're doing. You making me go back to slandering him. But no, honestly, I am. I I'm, I support Jimmy G. I want him to do his thing this Sunday. I'm gonna be in the building. I hope Jimmy G throws for 300 yards, and then I hope he repeats that performance and come back in the Super Bowl and throws for another 300 yards. And you know what? I will come out and do and say, you know what, Jimmy G, all is forgiven. You are a GOAT to me. You are a 49ers GOAT. You are a 49ers legend for bringing us that Lombardi. If he brings us a Lombardi, all is forgiven. I don't. I will, I will tell everybody they can kick rock with them stats. They can go home. If he brings that Lombardi home, Jimmy G will forever have a place in my heart and with this franchise. And everybody's going to have to respect them. All right. All right. All right I guys. hear you. Shout out to all the callers that's about to come on. Yeah, we got a good amount right now. So this is going to be a good show. Uh, real quick, before we uh, get to the callers, I see all y'all lined up right now. I want to read off some of these uh, super chats. Shout out to everybody that's contributed to the show. Uh, that's the only scenario that matters. The goddamn Super Bowl. I can't even say Super Bowl anymore without the overthrow popping in my head. Oh, that brings up some tough memories. That brings up some tough memories. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Here we go. Uh, Jimmy struggling because the right side sucks. Uh, I don't know. I, don't know. I wouldn't say that. Uh, I think Jimmy is who he is. I think that's the best way to say it. I don't think it has anything to do with the right side line. No, yeah, taking some sacks or whatever. Yeah, less than ideal, right? But the 49ers offensive line has been really good all year. It's one of the top ranked offensive lines in the in the season in the in the uh NFL. And he's still fairly pedestrian. All right, here we go. My guy Jeep Crackhawk. Uh now we see why you got shades on. You high. <laughs> I'm not high. I don't even smoke. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs at all. All right. But uh, now nah, I'm just, you know, I knew I had to come on here. You know, I had to uh, get gangster a little bit, especially, you know, defending Jimmy G. Because, you know, it's a, it's a tough world when you start defending him. And I'm not saying that he's just this great quarterback. But in the last three minutes, not many guys I'd take over him. He said, uh, man, I feel as good complaining about Jimmy G and we in the NFC Championship game. I know. <laughs> so this is my guy Abel. Shout out to my shout out to my guy Abel. My my childhood friend we grew up together. Still homies, still brothers. Um, he's saying if, and I, I get what I get what Abel's saying here. It feels good that regardless of Jimmy, like we can complain and we can talk about it, and it is less than ideal. I'll get, I'll give everybody that. Still in the NFC Championship game. Still got a chance. You still got a chance. I think it is tough. The tough thing is. The 49ers going to every game as the underdog. It doesn't matter, clearly. And I was listening to the uh, Ham podcast. 
not no, it wasn't him. It was the Three and Out podcast with uh, Middlecoff, and he was talking to his butt betting buddy about this. And the 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback, his record against like when the 49ers are the underdog and against the spread and all that, it's like hella good. It's hella good. He covers spreads, that's for sure. At a high, 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 high rate. Which goes back to what I was saying earlier. When you got Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback, you don't get blown out. It's it's usually really tight. And a lot of times he has the chance to win at the end of the game. Uh, we need Wilson. We need Wilson to get more attention. Sometimes Mitchell looks hurt, and then they resort to Debo. W- Wilson's not gonna get the touches that you are expecting or anyone else. Debo Samuel is a spellback. He's your your he's your just. I wouldn't even look at Debo as just like rece- offensive weapon, just like Kyle Juszczyk. And whether it's him at receiver, obviously he lines up at receiver more than anything else. But when it, if they need a carry from someone other than Mitchell, it's going to be Debo. That's your spellback. All right, here we go. Um, they gave the ball to Debo instead of QB sneak. What play is that? Are you talking about the very end? You got to come back tell me. I know it's been a while. Come back and tell me what, what play that is you're talking about. And this one isn't a contribution, but I definitely want to touch on it. Uh, no, you don't. Uh, y'all were calling for Kyle's job after Seattle. So, my guy, you got to be very specific when you say y'all were calling for Kyle's job. I know there were people, not Crocky. Now, what did Crocky say? I'll tell you what I said. I said Kyle Shanahan should fire Kyle Shanahan. And what I meant by that, and I have a whole video explaining all this, is the 49ers aren't getting rid of Kyle Shanahan. I wasn't saying fire him, but maybe he needs to delegate some responsibility to other people. Maybe he needs to let other people have certain jobs. Maybe he should step away from maybe being the the main decision maker in certain situations and just coach. Just coach. Delegate responsibility to other guys. So you never heard me say he needs, needs, oh, we need to fire Kyle Shanahan. I do think there's a You'd be naive. You, you'd be naive. That's not even the word I'm looking for. You'd have to be. I can't think of the word I'm looking for. But you, you, Kyle Shanahan had one winning season in four years. One winning season in four years. Context to it. But one winning season in four years. And started the season two and four. How 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 would his job not be in question? How 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 would people be wrong to say maybe he's not the guy for the job? How how one winning season in four years and you start the year two and four and then you're three and five and you get destroyed by goddamn Cardinals with Colt McCoy? How could you say? How could you how could you fault people for saying that maybe he's not as good as we think? I feel like he was always a good coach. That's why I'm like, he just needs to delegate some stuff. Maybe he just has too much on his plate. I don't know. I knew something was wrong, though. But the fact that people were like, I've seen people doing that. Oh, a lot of people were saying Kyle need to be fired. Fuck yeah! One winning season in four years and fucking uh, a two and four start, three and five, and getting destroyed by Colt McCoy. Somebody got to take accountability for it. What are we talking about? I have faith in his defense. I actually think he's better than 2012 and 2019. Uh, defense wins championships. I, I don't. I won't say that they're better. 
But I will say this. Definitely extremely well coached. Um, I think they definitely uh, respond extremely well to their head co- to their defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans. I would say that this defense, I don't even want to use the word overachieving because they're playing great number three defense in the NFL. I don't think their highs are as dominant as 2019 or maybe even 2012. I don't think the highs are, are as dominant. Like 2019 defense, their highs, they were dominant, dominant. I mean, they were holding the quarterbacks to 50 yards passing, and you couldn't run on them. That was a historically great 49ers team defense. Now, this defense is really good, really good. But it's not, if for sure not 2019. But it is really good. And that's a conversation that we we definitely can have. All right, here we go. I got a, I got a, I got a line of, of callers here, and I'm going to get to every single one of y'all. I right, appreciate everybody that's coming on right now. I think, oh, hold on. My bad, y'all. Got another contribution. Crop. In your own words, Kyle Shanahan is a front runner. Don't you think he would benefit from a QB that plays well for 58 minutes instead of just two? Um, I said front runner. Front runner. I'm trying to remember calling him a front runner. Hold on. I did say front runner. I'm, oh, I said, okay. I said Kyle Shanahan is a front runner in the sense of when he's uh, aggressive with his play calling. Like, we're going for it on, like, fourth downs. Like, there's some coaches that come out, and it's it's fourth and goal from the two, and regardless of the situation, they're going to go for it. They're going to go for the touchdown. They don't need a lead. Kyle Shanahan, he's someone that feels more comfortable going for it in tight situations, or he feels more comfortable going for it when he feels like he 100% has the advantage as opposed to it's an even playing field and I'm going to go for it because I have just this um, mindset of being aggressive. Does that make sense? So I called him a front runner in, in that in that sense. He likes things to be more ideal to make the aggressive move as opposed to some other co- coaches who they're aggressive no matter what. So I called him a front runner from that standpoint in the sense of the aggressiveness, not so much. I just think he's a front runner coach. I hold my breath every time, every kickoff and punt return. Now, that's something that I, I could see that. <laughs> 49ers special teams have been kind of shaky. All right, here we go. I appreciate all the contributions. Let's get to some of these callers. All right. We got Dan coming on. Dan. Dan, good morning. How you doing, bro? Yo, Dan, you there? sorry about that, my man. There we go. You got the setup too? Hold on. Boom. Yeah, yo. The big screen. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. man. I used to do some podcasting back in the day, so I got the setup still. You yes, know? sir. Yeah. All right. So one of the things I think that people don't talk about is like, what is Jimmy G being asked to do? And, you know, what is he succeeding at when he's asked to do that? I think he largely he does what he's asked to do and what the game plan's given to him. You know what I mean? And I think Hold on. I got a question. I, I want to follow yeah. up real quick with that. All right. So when you when you say that, we'll, dive a little bit deeper in that. Elaborate a little yeah. bit more on what you mean by that. Yeah, so we're talking about uh, him coming in there and throwing the ball and having a lot of success in that late game. Um, and a lot of times we're looking at people are like, man, he doesn't have those yards, those completions in that fourth quarter. But I think what we're looking at is a lot of times they're leading by you know, 7, 14 in the fourth quarter in some of these playoff games. Not so much going on recently, but you know, in his six playoff games, we're leading, so they're running the ball a lot. He's not asked to make those passes. He's not asked to make those bigger things. Um, obviously in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, it's the black guy we have to deal with. But if that black guy's not there, you know, how do we, how differently do we see him? Um, 
So, you know, I, I think that when we when you look at how this game is prepared and what he's asked to do and what he delivers on, I think he's he's pretty decent. Um, I'm not going to say you think that, that is why, why do you think that that's the game plan and it's prepared that way? I, that's the, that's what I'm trying to get to. That's the I got you. I'm, I feel like if you, if you look at the, the team they have and you look at your, your stars and your success and where the, the places where you do the best at um, you, you want the ball in those hands and you look at you know, Debo and Kittle and, you know, Mitchell and like, you're like, man, you know what is passing the ball, you know, 40 times the answer to win a game here. And I don't, I don't think that is, I think the game plan is if you want, I mean, I, I, you guys have been saying it all year on locked on. I mean, you, you know exactly what the game plan is coming in. Like you were going to run that ball. We're going to eat that clock. We're going to have success there. And when Jimmy is asked to throw the ball, you know, we know that it, it can be there and it has been there things that worry me and things. If I want to be critical about it, man, those, those throws in the flats, those make your heart stop. I mean, those hurt. You have like, Jimmy, come on, man, what are you doing? That interception in that last game, like Jimmy, I know you want to win this game and you want to put this on your back, but let's put it on the team's back. Let's put it on the plans back. Let's put it on your running backs back. Let's put it on Debo's back. Yours too. You're out there throwing the ball, but you know, be careful, homie. Like, man, just watch yourself. I I think Jimmy's a good quarterback. I'm actually located in Pittsburgh. Man, people around here think they're getting Aaron Rodgers. I'm like, look, y'all, <laughs> you guys are probably going to be getting the Jimmy G kind of guy, and I think you should be happy with that. Um, but yeah, man, it's. It's brutal. I have a question for you again. Gotcha. Go ahead. Do you think that <clears throat> with the weapons the 49ers have, right, they, they lean on the run. You know, you got Elijah Mitchell, good running back. You got Debo. You got Kittle. You got Ayuk. You know, Juwan Jennings coming along. Do you think that if the 49ers had another quarterback, let's say Josh Allen, yeah, <laughs> do you think that they would still lean on the run game to the extent that they do? Hmm. I mean – I think if you got Allen, I mean, you're you're gonna be throwing the ball more, more. How much more? Okay, um, we saw that. I think let me let me dial this back a little bit. I think Josh Allen is the best running quarterback in the NFL. Period. I mean, you watch him run. The only I think well, he only well, we more because you know there is Lamar Jackson. So yeah, gotta, okay, you know. all right, you know, but no, you know what? I'm I'm staying with this one. Josh Allen is the best running quarterback in the NFL. All right, um, you know, because you know. Lamar, is he is he in the playoffs? Did he run his team to a playoff run? I mean, I don't know that he did. Obviously, obviously, you know, Bills are out too. That's debate. You know, we can talk about that on another day. Uh, but you know, I think he's one of the best run backs. You're still running the ball. Are you passing that ball as much as the Bills do? Probably not. Still, I think you got a game plan. I think you got a quarterback who can do both. You do both. You got a team that's built to do these things. You do those things. It's not just that your quarterback can throw the ball. It's that you know. You know, are your receivers going to hold up to that? Are you, you have a great run game? Can you burn clock? I mean, what's the game plan? I think if Josh Allen's here in the 49ers, I think the game plan is still more run, less pass. Gotcha. All right, man. Dan, I appreciate you coming on. You got to come on more often, man. This is my man, first I'm time here. seeing you Let's on go. here. I'll be on. I'm, I got, I work from home, man. I'll be here. You post it. I'll be it. All I right. All you, good, man. man. Appreciate you coming on, fam. Yo. All right. That was a good caller right there. That was a good caller right now. Here, here we go. We got more callers coming in. All right. <laughs> Y'all going to like this one. We got Dion coming on. Dion, what's good, baby? Oh, shit. You know what's going on, Crocky. What's going on, baby? <laughs> hey, see, look, man. You know, I, up, look, man? look. We, we from California, baby. So I already know what the Lokes and the, and the Beanie mean. You know what I'm saying? You know, oh, it's. Yeah. I, I felt that already. Everybody was like, man, Crocky. I might be coming in here with a ski mask on. I don't know. You know I mean, you, nah, that that you that's know, a whole other time. 
you know, you know, keep, we, you know, we keep, keep that yacht right here. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, know, what I'm saying? You know you, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we're ready for all situations. We go. Yeah, man. Hey, so I understand your, your, uh, your position on Jimmy and what you were saying, but you what am know, I saying? I, I, Hold on, first you gotta you gotta you gotta elaborate on that. You're saying that you feel that Jimmy is um you know that that he's a he's a he, he's a good quarterback in the clutch, if I'm not mistaken. And you're also saying that you feel that Jimmy is, you know, a little bit better, I guess, than we give him credit for. This is what I will tell you. And I'm gonna tell you strictly for the playoffs. Jimmy Garoppolo has played in six playoff games. The man is 64 of 102 with a 62.7 completion percentage. 7.2 yards per throw, 121 yards per game. Two touchdowns, five interceptions, and eight sacks. That does not sound like a clutch winning playoff quarterback. I'm so sorry. Just those but it sheer doesn't, but, he, but he, they got four wins. He got four. You know what I'm saying? It, it, he's along he for the ride. I'm gonna have to go with, with, with Roscoe's on this. He's along for the ride. Let me give you the running stats. Hold on. Let me give you the running stats. Hold on. Hold on. I agree with that. Right. I agree that he has been along for the ride, especially in the playoffs. But you're you're now now you're shrinking the sample size even more. I'm talking about in the entirety of his time with the 49ers. Jimmy still when it comes I, down I, to the last few minutes. I he's clutch, and I don't think that stops in the regular season. I think it continues. Obviously, you have the game, the outlier, uh, Kansas City game, Super Bowl, tough, biggest stage. But what I'm saying is, more times than not, when it comes down to it, Jimmy Garoppolo he, he comes through in the clutch for us. I ain't Jimmy, saying he's he, he, he's like that for for sixty minutes. You he give, does you a give lot Jimmy, of weird stuff. You give Jimmy a little a a, a, a two minute situation and he doesn't have to think a lot he just has to go he seems to be better but at the end of the day it's like someone else said would you rather have a guy that's better for you know 58 minutes or two i don't want it like we all hold our breath when he throws the ball because we know an interception is coming this postseason alone the man's only thrown two picks he's thrown no touchdowns every touchdown has been by special teams or by the run and that's what i'm saying like i know this clutch team the only thing you could – I've said this before and I'll say it again. What you could sell to another team while you're trying to sell Jimmy G because at the end of the day, baby, it's a pimping whole world and you got to learn how to be a pimp or or you're going to wind up being a hoe. And at the end of the day, Jimmy G right now is the hoe and we're trying to give him to another pimp, a.k.a. another team. So I'm going to break it down for you in pimp, in, in pimp terms, baby. I'm going to say it just like this. Look, man, I got this – you know, I, I got this broad right here, baby. At the end of the day, she win. You know what I'm saying? She take you, you know, she take you out back and take you in the place she ain't never been. She going to blast you off in the stratosphere. You dig what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every now and then she might fumble up a little bit, but it's okay. You know, you know, you got to backhand her a little bit, bring her down, and, you know, she'll calm down and get right back in the bag. You know, but I'm telling you right now, look, in, in that two-minute session, you know, she's a beast. A ain't, ain't no one better. So at the end of the day, you know, when you look at a winning record, baby, look, man, it's lopsided, all right? She got more up since she do downs. So what I need you to do is understand that this broad right here is a winner. So you're going to take this winner and get your bread. Well, you know what I'm saying? You go ahead and give me back what I need so I can go ahead and get my win on. At the end of the day, baby, you know what I'm saying? It's just a pimp to pimp conversation. You know, I, was like, I ain't trying to get knocked. I'm trying to allow you to knock me purposely so I can get this hole off my hand. 
See what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, when you're selling Jimmy Garoppolo to a team, it's strictly you. Only thing you can sell is he's clutching two minutes. Look at his record. Look at his jawline. He's pretty. Like you can't sell nothing else to him because when people look at the game as a whole, they're going to look and go, I don't know about it. He gets injured a lot. He's only literally played maybe two and a half seasons fully as a starting quarterback. And when it comes to the playoffs, he disappears. We get the, the run game does everything. So that that's that's my biggest issue with with, with this whole, you know, two-minute warning thing. It's a clutch thing, but I, I get it to an extent. But then at the same time, the man has thrown no TDs. Our, our touchdowns have been running the ball or special teams. That is horridly pathetic. A two to five touchdown to interception ratio is garbage. Any other quarterback would be looked at as trash. But for some reason, people get his due to pass. So at the end of the day, for me, I'm always going to stick to the fact that he's okay. Is he a starting caliber quarterback? Yes. But is he a true died in the wool winner? No. He comes along for the ride, enjoys it, and then has and and and, and enjoys every second of it. Because he, you know, F Dallas, this our house, you know, F the Packers, F Rogers, all this other stuff. What did you do, sir? Explain to me what you did to be able to have these big balls and talk the way that you talk. And he's a part of the team. He's a part of the team. Okay, so you know what? I'm the towel boy. I'm talking shit too. I'm part of the team. I wipe sweat out your We're talking shit. So, you see me hey, on you see me on social media. I feel, I feel you, but for me, I'm just gonna <laughs> stick to the fact that Jimmy ain't he ain't worth he ain't worth much of nothing, man. That 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 dude, he along for the ride, and he riding the coattails of the defense and the run game, and that's exactly what has been happening since he's been here. Those last those last five games in 2017, his touchdown interception ratio was lost like then. So it's like you, you see it and it's cool. Like a, that's why I'm telling you, you can sell that to a team. The man just when he's around, you win. I don't know why, I don't know how, but you seem to pull it off. And in a two minute drill, the guy's money. You can bet on that. But all the rest okay, of the game, I don't I'm know saying. what you're gonna do. That's all I'm saying. But that's I, I can't I can't I can't use that to go on. Like if I'm a team, I need to know that all around you can be great. Are you great in the two-minute drills? Yes, no, but, but, they, I but take that, that's that as unrealistic, a though. That's unrealistic for uh majority of NFL quarterbacks. Now, there is and, and Kyle Shanahan told us, right? Kyle Shanahan told us he wants more. He looked into Stafford, he looked into Watson, he traded all those picks for Trey Lance. He wants more, so that's clear. But the fact of the matter is Jimmy Garoppolo still wins, or at least puts you in position to win, or Will not screw up games no, to where the resulting wins more so than a lot of other quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, you you just said it, period, pretty much that the man, you know, is exactly what Grant Cohn is saying. He starts fires and then has to put them out. Don't start the fuck fire in the first place, and we wouldn't well, have. Would you rather have a quarterback? Would you rather have a quarterback that starts the fire and puts it out, or a quarterback that starts the fire and still can't put it out? Like say, like a Jameis Winston. I, I wouldn't want nothing to do with Jameis Winston, to okay, be so honest with you. So, you, know, you, my, gotta, you know. my quarterback that I would want for this team, to be honest with you, would have been Patrick Mahomes. But we passed on him because we have a head coach who was in love with Kirk, uh, Kirk okay, Cousins. Okay, yeah. 
That's so good. We can do about I got to get to more callers. I got to get to All more right, callers. Baby. But Peace, we're going to continue this conversation tomorrow. <laughs> All, All right, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Love you, man. All right. That's my guy, Big Dion. <laughs> um, hey, hey, it's, it's, it's tough out here on the streets uh, defending Jimmy Garoppolo. I got callers lined up. I know they, they, they want to come out my head. <laughs> All right. But here we go. Um, I know I'm finna hear it again. Here we go. I got my guy Jesse coming on. Jesse, good morning, fam. Hey, what's going on, Croc? Hey, here's the deal, man. I, it's tough on both sides. Like, there's no winning with this fan base. If you praise Jimmy, then you automatically hate Lance. And if you praise Lance, then you hate Jimmy. Like, there's no winning. So I appreciate you taking a stand. I think you're completely wrong on the stand, but I appreciate you taking it. What's my stand? And- well, that Jimmy's good in the final two minutes, and and that's all we really need. Like, here, here's the thing, okay? Let, let me be clear about this. Hold Jimmy on, no, Garoppolo. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, go ahead. I'm saying okay, Jimmy is great in the last two minutes. I think <laughs> Even he's worse. A solid quarterback. The 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 rest again, like, okay, he's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's in that you know 15 to 20 quarterbacking for the first 57 minutes, but in the last three minutes, he's elite, and that's what really helps the 49ers win as many games as they do with him. And again, I'm not saying that they couldn't win more games with someone else or that they couldn't be more dangerous with somebody else. I mean, that's why you get Trey Lance, right? But for what this team is right now with him at the quarterback, I think he complements it well, and he needs that. I think he, he kind of needs that backing. And he's going, you know, he's going he's going to win games. And I think that's that's clear. Am I, am I wrong? I No, I, I don't think you're wrong. I, here's what I want to say is that, all right, so Jimmy, I agree with you. I have him, depending on the year, anywhere from 17 to 22. I personally have him at 17. But again, most quarterbacks in the league are not going to outright be difference makers. Like, that's not what the league is. It's never been that. So it's not knocking Jimmy to say that he's basically a net zero quarterback or the 17th ranked quarterback. He's better than a lot of guys. But a lot of people get wrapped up in, well, Jimmy wins. Okay, So let me put that to rest for a second, because what happens is if this 49er team has a starting caliber quarterback, they win games. That's all that says. And if you want to go a step further, Jimmy, even though he wins, is still a liability. And the reason he's a liability or the weak link of the team is because he's the only only unit on the team that is average or below average. You look at the running game. You look at the offensive line defensive line, linebackers, secondary, pass catchers, all of them are above average to elite. Jimmy is the only player on this team that does not fit that criteria. So it is not knocking Jimmy again, saying that he's a liability. Like people need to get this stuff out of their mind. They need to look at it for what it is. I get we're fans, but it doesn't mean you can't be honest about a situation. You can't tell me this guy's not a fan because he doesn't believe in Jimmy every second of the day and he doesn't back everything. Like that's BS. People need to stop with that. But here's the deal. You want to talk about the final two minutes. First of all, you're making it sound. Is Jimmy Clutch? Hold on. Hold on a second. Let me, I'm going to get to it. I promise you. I promise you. All right. You're making it sound like this man's Robert Ori. Robert Ori. You're talking, you want to talk clutch. Robert Ori was clutch. Was he the best player? No, absolutely not. Was he a guy you wanted on your team you could win with? Sure. Were you confident when he took that final shot? Sure. Yeah, absolutely you were. Jimmy Garoppolo is not Robert Ori. 
you're talking about regular season stats and then trying to make it sound like he's clutch. Your bread is not buttered in the regular season. It is buttered in the postseason. And this man does not go out and win games in the final two minutes of the postseason. He just doesn't do it. Not without major, major help. He's done it one time against the Packers. And that was, they passed two times, Croc. They they were not even in field goal range. And they ran the ball on third and seven. I know the clock management thing, but Croc, they weren't in field goal range. They needed those nine yards. They needed every bit of those nine yards to make it a field goal range kick, it would have been what over 50 and terrible weather. He, they were not making that kick if they don't get those yards. So they needed those yards. The other thing about Jimmy, you talk about final two minutes, this man against the Packers, everybody wants to bring that up. Well, the defense let him down. Defense didn't let him down. Jimmy let him down because Jimmy gave up three more points than what they should have given up. He's lucky that the defense didn't fold after his backward pass and give up a touchdown. Cause it would have been a wrap right there. Jimmy needs a second chance at game winners. He got a second chance there. He was able to deliver. Then against the Bengals, he throws the interception to Bates, gets a second chance and is able to deliver. It's not like he's going down first time, boom, nails, ice water. No, he gets a second chance and then he delivers. Dallas Cowboys, they needed him to be quote unquote clutch and sneak the ball, snaps the ball too early, gives him the ball. Like that's not clutch, Croc. This guy's not clutch. Let's not, we don't have to go out and talk about Jimmy and make things up. Like, this man is not a clutch quarterback. He's cool. They can win with them because he's starting level, and this team is so damn good. But come on, Croc. Clutch? I think he has shown more times than not to come up big in those type of scenarios. Okay. So after watching what Josh Allen did this last week, and, and let's take the whole game out of the way. Because we're we you agree, I mean, we already know Josh Allen's way. That's not even yeah. a conversation. But final two minutes, you watch what Jimmy G did during that Packer game in the final two minutes, and then you watch what Josh Allen did in the final two minutes. You're telling me you really want him over Josh Allen in the final two? Just the final two minutes. Listen, if if, if we're saying I, I get one quarterback, I get the total package, right? Josh Allen. I haven't seen him in enough of those situations. That was special, right? If you're telling me every single time or nine to eight times out of 10, it's going to look like that in the last two minutes, then yeah, I take that over Jimmy. But I've seen Jimmy in those situations come through in the clutch more than I have Josh Allen. So is it a one-off with Josh Allen doing that? Special, special, right? I looked at that. Matter of fact, here was my take. Um, I almost tweeted this out. And at one point in the fourth quarter, the score was 21-23. Right. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, for as special as these quarterbacks are, and they are special and they did some special things in that game. I'm like, man, they just, you know, 23, 21. Now, like, that's not anything too crazy. And I'm thinking, well, you know, and I started coming back to the, okay, well, teams just win different, right? You know, you got Jimmy Garoppolo and you're able to win. And, you know, regardless, 49ers can put up 23 points or whatever. And then the last <laughs> five minutes happened. And I was like, okay, these dudes are in a different stratosphere, right? Like, that's, that's, that's a huge difference. And I hope that Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't have to get in a situation to where he has to deliver the way those quarterbacks do. I don't think he's that. But I'm just saying in general, in general, I've seen more from Jimmy Garoppolo in those moments than most other quarterbacks in the sense of the percentage of him converting and coming through in the clutch. And the numbers kind of back what I said, which I've been saying this for a while. This is not the first time I've said it. Like, I've been saying it for a while, and then I, I get the numbers yesterday, and the numbers back 
what I'm saying, he has the second highest per, uh, percentage in, in those situations. The only person over him is Tom Brady. And and I understand that. But again, we're talking regular season numbers. We're not, again, your, your bread is buttered. But he just po- did it in the postseason too. But he didn't though, Croc. Like he did, he didn't. Like they scored zero touchdowns. It's not like they had to go and score. Croc, third and nine, they're not in field, or third and seven, they're not in field goal range. They chose to run the ball and were able to get enough yards to make that work. He, what did he hit? What, what was the final drive? He hit a wide open slant and a Texas route, wide open Texas route. It was that, was okay. that the two passes he completed? Right. He did right now. Let's, 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 let's flip it to the other side, right? The guy that had the He's drive a starting level that. quarterback. Like we're lowering Aaron the Rogers. bar so much that we're okay with him completing wide open passes. No, two of them and saying that's good enough. Like, you're making it seem like I'm like, oh, it's good enough. And I'm one of the people that be like, oh, he should be on the team next year. I don't I think there's not. anything he can do to be on the team next year. He's gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm not <laughs> arguing that point. I'm arguing. We talk about it, right? Hitting the guy wide open. Look at the drive before that when you have the Green Bay Packers and you have the dig route butt naked and he forces a ball downfield. That's incomplete. If Aaron Rodgers hits the dig, which was the same route, they ran that same concept in the uh, the game-winning drive when they beat the 49ers early in the season. Dig wide open. There's nobody within 20 yards of Lazard over the middle. So I do think we can't just discredit. We can't discredit Jimmy Garoppolo for making the right decision and the right throw. You know what I'm saying? I get it. He's wide open. I get it. But he saw it. He hit it twice. Put them in position to kick a field goal and win the game, as opposed to Aaron Rodgers, who froze up in the moment Force the ball downfield in the triple coverage, incomplete. They lose the game because of that. If he hits the wide open guy like Jimmy was able to do, they probably win. I think there's something to that. Okay, so then I'll, I'll end it with this because I know you got a million people. So let's if if <laughs> again I'm saying your bread is buttered in the playoffs. So if that's the case, he's had three clutch situations in the playoffs. Three. One was the Packers. I'll give it to him. I'll let's just agree that he was clutch in that moment. Dallas Cowboys, absolutely not clutch in that moment. He couldn't have done a worse job. Super Bowl, not clutch in that moment. So really, he's one for three in clutch situations when it matters most. That's that's not clutch. So, but and I've never I've never said I've never just limited to just postseason. So I've looked at it throughout his entire career, and that's fair. Been, I could just say like I just, like, okay, I just don't look at regular different. season. I just don't think regular season is is to me that's not clutch. Like that's. I get it's final two minutes. Every game matters. I I get all that, but nobody talks about Joe Montana and be like, well, his regular season, he did this. No, they talk about the postseason. No interceptions in the Super Bowl. He gets better. If you look at his stats, they got better once he got into the postseason. Then they got better again when he got to the Super Bowl. Tom Brady down twenty eight to three. Everything you talk about is postseason. Now everybody will then an afterthought. Talk about a John Elway. Well, he had the most game-winning drives. and I get that, but he was also clutch when it mattered most. You have to be clutch in the postseason before any of that other stuff starts to matter. That's my opinion. So I know, but I can't. We can't, like, okay, how can I explain this? I, I Obviously, we want to see him in more situations to become clutch in the postseason, right? You talked about uh, Joe Montana, and he, you know, four, four Super Bowls, four Super Bowl wins, right? Like, that's... That's a large sample size. For me, with Jimmy Garoppolo, it's, it's a little more difficult to 
only factor in three games or three situations. Be like, well, he's one and two in those situations as far as being clutch. And when I'm saying that he's typically clutch, just him in general at quarterback. Now we're going to see more situations that's going to play out and see how his postseason legacy continues. But for me, I just view just Jimmy Garoppolo, like just Jimmy G. Is Jimmy G clutch in the last three minutes? Like just in general. And I would say yes. Now, is he clutch in the last three minutes in the postseason? That's going to be that. That is yet to be determined. Yeah. So I would say, is he clutch? I would give him an incomplete because it is yet to be determined. So that that's just me personally. Uh, okay. Uh, but okay, I listen. I appreciate the stance. I love it. I I also I want to say I want to be clear about this. You and I have had these talks. I appreciate that you're willing to stand on whatever it is you believe, right, wrong, or indifferent. It doesn't matter. You've got the stats to back it up. You believe what you're saying. And that's all that matters. Everybody, make sure you subscribe to this man. He puts on a show every <laughs> single morning for us, gives us all, you know, time to call in, whatever. Give this guy some love. I appreciate that, fam. <laughs> all right, Croc. We'll talk. All right. All right. Thanks for coming on. When are you gonna have me on your show? Hey, we need to do it. Seriously. I'll I'll hit you in the DM. We'll we'll get we'll get it together soon. All right, all right, for sure. All right, Croc. All right, that's my guy, Jesse. Here we go. I got my guy, uh, 49er pimping. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to remove you one second. Let me answer these uh super chats real quick. Hold on one second. All right, hold on. Let me get to these super chats real quick. All right, I see Coach in here. He said, wins is not a QB stat. It's a team stat. I, I agree in the sense that it takes everybody, even Jimmy Garoppolo, right, being clutch. Like, there's a lot that goes into that moment, just being in that position because, you know, the way 49ers – Blocked a punt, you know, 49 blocked a, a field goal. Uh, the 49ers defense got a stop that allowed uh, Jimmy Garoppolo the opportunity to drive down and score at the end of the game. So, you know, I, I'm aware that, you know, wins and stuff like that is, is not necessarily a QB stat. It is a team stat. But I do think that there are some quarterbacks that contribute more to wins. That's not that's not taking away anything else from the rest of the team, but some quarterbacks sometimes in situations have to go above and beyond. You know what I'm saying to win. But I mean, we could say it's not a QB stat, but at the end of the day, if you look up quarterback stats, there's a win loss record next to the, their name. So you got you you got to factor it in to some extent. I guess just kind of understand the context of it. Got my guy Robert here. Uh, Robert says, uh, Jimmy came in 2017, injured 2018. Uh, Debo comes in 2019. Those wins everyone is talking about is because of Debo. Debo is clutch. Debo getting paid too. I, Debo helps a lot, right? You know shoes. You look at 2020, he was hurt. Point I didn't win a lot of games. I think he played in six games. They won six games. Now, I'm not saying they won every game that he played in. Obviously, that's not right, but Debo might. He might uh, have a big hand in some of the wins the 49ers have had. Shoot, you look at the Week 18 game against the Rams and kind of what he was able to do. He ran for a touchdown, threw for a touchdown, had a huge catch in overtime. Uh, I think Debo moves the needle. That's for sure. Got Coach back in here. Appreciate the contribution, Coach. Uh, stats are dead numbers. Context matters most. Context does, and I think I see uh, – our guy, uh, Marquette, Marquette, Marquez uh, Valentine, he's agreeing with Coach here. He says, yes, uh, listen to the man. There, there's a lot of context, I think, that you know goes into all these different 
scenarios and situations that, you know, result in, you know, wins, losses, and things like that. But the quarterback, they're always going to have kind of the biggest hand in how games turn out. I would say this. If Jimmy Garoppolo, this is how big they are. You know, when he throws one or two interceptions, 49ers, you know, it's real iffy. When Jimmy does not turn the ball over at all, they win. Now, I'm not saying it's that simple. Obviously, the 49ers have a terrific team around him, and that and, and the team contributes to that. But there is something to the fact that when Jimmy does not turn the rock over, they win. So Jimmy has a huge hand in the outcome of games, a huge hand in it. The team is clutch around Jimmy. It's not Jimmy. I I I hear, I hear, I hear you. Uh, but I do think the, the team being clutch when they need to be clutch, and then Jimmy following that, that up. In the last three minutes, I'm talking about last three minutes, with his clutchness, I think there's something to that. Uh, I think our fans are terrible. The guy comes up clutch when they need him. What about the end of the Rams game to get us into the postseason? Now, there's context with this as well, right? Because we look at that game, and Jesse... Jesse missed the opportunity to, to, to touch on this, and I wasn't going to touch on it because, you know what I'm saying, it was his argument. But in the Rams game, we talk about Neon Clutch and, and, and the Rams game and all that. He had a drive, did not score, or did not even move the ball. 49ers had to punt the ball with less than a minute left. That's not ideal. Luckily, they had all three timeouts. And then you talk about being clutch. The defense got the three and out stop, right? Defense got three and out stop. And then that, that gave... Jimmy, a second opportunity, which our guy Jesse was talking about. So, uh, yeah, you know, it, it a lot of it kind of goes hand in hand. Got another contribution from Coach. Where's it at? Where's it at? Here we go. Uh, Jimmy G is the rich kid who drives a luxury car and constantly gets tickets and totals them only to get another Benz, and he thinks he's a good driver. <laughs> I... <laughs> I yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Um, yeah. I think Jimmy knows. I, I say this. The most important person knows who Jimmy Garoppolo is, and that's Kyle Shanahan. And, again, I've touched on it a few times already. Kyle has told us exactly who Jimmy is and who he isn't. He's told us. He's told us what he's looking for from his quarterback by who he's drafted, by who he tried to get, by who looking looking into Watson, by looking into – uh, Stafford, he knows. He also knows, like you know what? Let me let me limit his attempts. Let me limit his throws. Let me make sure that Jimmy doesn't put us out of position. You know, so maybe the rich kid, uh, the 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 coaches. I mean, the 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 parents. They can't give him the luxury vehicle. You know, what I'm saying, don't give him the luxury vehicle. Get him the the vehicle he can kind of, you know, beat up a little bit. And that's the 49ers run game. And they're going to continue that. We got Trice coming in. If Jimmy is clutch, what about the Titans game when he could have secured a spot in the playoffs? So I've talked about Jimmy being clutch in the last few minutes. There were things that went on early in that game that he directly, that directly contributed to the 49ers making it tougher and losing. But I will say in the last few minutes when the 49ers get the ball and you got to score to give yourself a chance to win, Jimmy and Debo, Drove down the field and scored a touchdown to tie the game up. 
I think that was clutch. Victor, appreciate you for the contribution here. Jimmy's inconsistencies of throwing outside the hash, deep balls, and pocket presence are major factors on why we are moving on from him. Yeah, I, I you know, when, when you watch the game, and I think everybody that watches the 49ers is clear, right? If you you want to know like the real with Jimmy Garoppolo, like listen to some other uh fan bases and how they view Jimmy and how they kind of see him and things like that. Um he definitely makes things harder. And Chris Sims uh, alluded to this on a pod a couple of weeks ago saying it's frightening playing with Jimmy Garoppolo because he restricts you to throwing a high percentage of your passes to the, um, a certain area of the field as opposed to being able to use the full scope of things and making it maybe easier on your offensive coordinator. So, yeah, I think there is something to that. His pocket presence, I'm not going to say it's terrible, but I think his limited mobility kind of makes things sometimes a little tougher than it has to be. There are certain areas, and I appreciate the contribution again, uh, there are certain areas where even in the game against the Packers where he took some sacks, guys got pushed over in his face. I'm seeing uh, Compton missing blocks. And you could see certain scenarios where it's like, man, a little bit more mobility. Maybe he get out of that situation. Maybe he doesn't stand there in the pocket. Maybe he, you know, moves out and finds a guy downfield wide open like we saw from Aaron Rodgers. But we do know uh, – a majority of the time, that's not going to be Jimmy Garoppolo's game. It's not going to be his game. Hoping that Trent Williams is good enough to play. Uh, don't think we will hold off Miller and Donald this time. Yeah, man. Um, I watched Von Miller in the last game. It looked like somebody injected 2015 into his veins. Man, he was flying off that edge. You're going to need you're going to need Trent Williams in this game. That's for sure. We can't have two Tom Comptons out there, right? Like you know, Compton is kind of a liability, and he he has stretches where you know he's decent, but it's not the most ideal having not just, not one of him, but two of those caliber of tackles out there with Leonard Floyd and Von Miller coming off the edge. And that's not to mention Aaron Donald, who moves around and plays all over. Jimmy has the X factor. He elevates the players around him. The part of being clutch. Look at Dak, a uh, way better athlete, but comes up short. Uh, I... I don't know if he elevates the players around him. I think Kyle does a good job of elevating Jimmy and putting him in position to put other guys in a position to win. Debo Samuel on slants, running for 80 yards, you know, stuff like that. So Jimmy G is Tim Tebow. Hell no. Jimmy G had a stretch of being the most efficient passer in the NFL for like eight weeks or something like that. So yeah, I'm not saying like it's him. I'm not saying he's great. I'm just saying that like you'll never see Tim Tebow in any type of stat like that. Tebow was okay in it at the end. I get that. Jimmy's questionable, right? Within the first 55 minutes. He does weird stuff, but he's not, he wait, he better than Tim Tebow. Come on now. Don't be disrespectful, Chris. That was kind of disrespectful. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Jimmy is a great leader of men. Guys want to make plays when it matters most. Kittle in New Orleans. Uh, Debo, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be Debo, in Green Bay. Jennings in L.A., etc. I, I think Jimmy Garoppolo as a leader, that's probably his biggest strength. I think, uh, you know, him 
allowing guys to believe in him and, you know, yeah, allowing guys to believe in him and look into his eyes and understand that at the end of the game when they need him, um, they look to him for that, like, confidence. And I think that's one of his bigger traits that he has. Now, nah, Croc, you sound like Skip. All he does is win. Chris, we're going to have to have a talk off camera. <laughs> Don't call me Skip because I'm kind of defending Jimmy G. Tebow was like bad all game. Jimmy's not bad all game. Most of the time, Jimmy's not bad all game. Right? Can we agree on that? Jimmy has weird moments. And I think he makes games tighter than they have to be. But Tebow? I'd say maybe if you look at what Jimmy has kind of been in the playoffs so far, like not ideal. You could say Tim Tebow could do that. But for a majority of, I mean, come on. All seat, like, come on, man. Come on. Let's get to these callers. Oh, another uh, contribution here. Fine, fine. Jimmy G is Rex Grossman. <laughs> Jimmy is Trent Dilfer. That's kind of what he is. He's Trent Dilfer on a really good team. Jimmy Dilfer. I got my guy again, Kenny Goldman coming. Oh, wait, nope. I said I was going to get to 49ers pimping first. My bad. 49ers pimping. What's good, man? Oh, he checked out. All right, here we go. Kenny Goldman, Goldsmith. What's good, man? How you doing? What's going on, Croc, man? Man, listen to everybody, man. Everybody gave some great takes. Now, my position on Jimmy, I can give you, I can give you the, uh, He's good within the last three minutes of a game because the defense consistently put him in that position, you know, to make a game win a drop. Now, I want to ask you this. How many fourth quarter comebacks do he have? Uh, in his career? Yeah. Uh, it says 11. 11? I feel like they, they make anything of because I've rarely seen Jimmy Garoppolo down 10-plus points going into the fourth quarter. Oh, I don't think they – I don't think they – I think it's just if you're just losing at any time. So it's either losing or uh, or drives to win the game. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. They deem anything, almost anything, a fourth-quarter comeback. But, that, but that's how I look at a fourth-quarter comeback. Bend down. 10-plus points in the fourth quarter where he has to throw and make those throws. Now, with that being said, in order for us to go even deeper into this playoffs to make a, to make the Super Bowl, I think Jimmy going to have to make some throws that, he's on, that he don't usually make. You understand what I'm saying? But he does, right? Look, look, bring up no, the Rams he game. He, he don't. In the Rams game, when, when you needed that throw, and it was downfield, a throw that he typically is, he's not really that guy, right? What he's do, step up, get flushed out the pocket, throw the ball downfield to Debo Samuel in between two defenders. Yeah, but that was, yeah. But he haven't done it in the playoffs. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, okay. No, because okay. like, like right. he's gonna have to play better than what he's he's played in in Dallas and uh, Green Bay. 
Am I right? Okay, and, and okay. I think ideally, ideally, you would say Jimmy has to play better than he played in those games to beat the Rams. Ideally, you would say that. But I would have said the same thing going into the Packers game. I would have said the same thing going into the Cowboys game. So I don't know. I think he's on a really good team, and you can kind of get the bare minimum from your quarterback right now and still win the game. No, nah, not in the – I don't think so in the playoffs. That, that's that's – I don't think so in the playoffs. Cause I, we I just think, saw it two games in a row. That wasn't great quarterbacking from Jimmy. I see two games in a row, crap. Uh, I mean, we just I saw two games in a row. I understand. I understand. I'm saying – I'm saying subpar, subpar play from the quarterback position. We just saw it two games in a row. Like, just very regular, right? Like, quarterbacking that you can get from a lot of other guys. And they still won. So, I think that Jimmy can be better than that. How much better? I'm not sure. But I do know, since seeing those two games, I don't think that – I know. I think in our heads, it's, hey, you can't you can't go out there and have that type of game and beat the Rams. But 49ers have shown the ability to do that if you look at the past two games. And now, there's more of a team total effort. But this how we this is how we've been able to beat the Rams. We've been very physical with the Rams. The Rams don't want to. They really don't want to tackle. The Rams is a finesse team. They don't want to tackle nobody. They want to get out to the quarterback. And passing the ball a lot is not what we do. <laughs> I hear you kidding. I gotta get to the next caller. I appreciate the right. caller. I gotta get to the next guy. All right, no problem. You, All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 49ers Pimpin, I finally got you on. What's good, man? Good morning. Man, what's happening, Krog? How you doing, my brother? Oh man, I'm hey, I feel like I don't know. I feel like a a, a, a movie character, like uh, or or what's that show? A uh, Game of Thrones, when everybody yeah. was running at Jon Snow and Jon Snow standing there with the with the yeah. with the knife with the sword in his hand. And they're yeah. just all running at Jon Snow. That's what yes, I feel like right now. Like taking on like the Jimmy thing. And for someone like me who I'm not even really high on Jimmy. I'm just saying he's clutching right. it in, 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 in those moments. But uh, what, what you got for me? Let me ask you this, Croc. How many games has Jimmy lost us this season? I can think of maybe. I'm going to blame him for the Titans. Titans game for sure. I might, I might blame him for the Seahawks. because Seattle defense. game for sure. Other you know he that, had a chance, he but he put them in a he put them in a bad situation. But you know he had a chance to win. But he yeah. Other than that, how many games did he lose us this season? Well, that's the thing. He's not gonna lose you much, right? I think most people should be able to agree on the fact that with Jimmy Garoppolo, more times than not, you're gonna be in position to win games. And exactly. when it comes out to it at the end, he ends up coming through more times than not. Only person that has a higher percentage of coming through in those moments is Tom Brady. Tom Brady, right. I'm going to say this, man. You know, I respect everybody's take. I love my faithful family. But, you know, I'm, I'm, and I'm excited to see what Trey Lance can do. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, 49ers pimping. We lost you. Hold on. I'm going to put you backstage. I'm going to see if you unfreeze. You just froze up for a second. Uh, I see people saying the Colts game. The Colts game is a game that – is he back? Let's see. Is he back? Am oh, you, okay, you're back. My bad. Okay, yeah, you're here okay. now. Yeah, froze up for a second. So you got um, people some people the have thrown out the Colts game, and I would say okay. that Colts game was okay. I, I actually put that game on the on the secondary more than anything else. The secondary gave up 
awful pass interferences in that game. And I'm somebody I've defended the secondary a ton. That was the one game where I'm like, damn, I think they might have really lost the game for the 49ers. So, but that is game, I guess. You know, you want to put that on Jimmy. You could put that on Jimmy. There we go. Okay, cool. So three games. We lost seven, Croc. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, Jimmy not being clutch is a lie, man. That's a lie. Like some of the throws he made in that Packers game, you got that defender coming at him in his face in that zero degree weather, that weather and that and that throw he makes to Juwan Jennings who drops it. You know what I'm saying? Where right. it wasn't wide open like the kiddo one was. Cause I know that last caller said, you know, he only makes wide open throws, which is now now we discredit him for making open reads. Okay, cool. But every time you you bring up how Jimmy was clutch, like I said, he didn't lose a set. Uh oh. I think we I think we might have lost you again. All right. I think we lost 49ers pimping again. But he's siding with me. So I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um, I'm going to get to the next caller here. I got my guy Darius. He's been on hold for a long time. Good morning, Darius. Man, top of the morning, man. How you feeling, bro? Oh, man, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. I, I, feel, bet, I feel like after, 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 fighting off, after fighting off all these, uh, you know, the, the, <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good. I feel like I got to Right, work that's out. what I'm saying. I need – I need a pair of them looks myself, bro, because uh, I'm going to have to defend Jimmy with you, man. And um, we're going to have to form like the Avengers, bro, because the faithful, right. the faithful, they done got so spoiled with these quarterbacks, with the Joe Montana, Steve Youngs. I'm going to even say Jeff Garcia. He was decent. Um, and so now we have the infamous Jimmy G. And how are we not giving him his credit? I'm saying, like, he might not make the, the game-winning score, but he'll give you the game-winning drive. He'll get you down near to the red zone. After that, I mean, you know, it's Jimmy. He ain't he ain't Tom. He just played behind Tom. Right. You know, a little something. And he has the tightest window probably in the NFL. Like he he he'll put it on you if you if you let him. I can't just knock him like that, man. Like, come on, man. Like, Jimmy is clutch. He is. I'm sorry, guys. Like he might not have did it a lot in the in the playoffs, but he hasn't had a, had a, a whole lot of, you know, um, chances to do that. Uh, I'm trying to think. There was that one throw. He threw like two dimes in the Green Bay game back to back. It was to uh, Debo and I think to Kittle, and then we was out that drive. And I'm just looking like, damn man, like Jimmy, when he does do well, the people around him. They don't perform, and then it makes him look even worse when they are open or they are doing something, and then he fucks up. And it's like, damn, man, like that was that was just bad timing. That was bad timing. Uh, but I took my hat off to Shanahan of all people, bro. Like for him to stick to his guns since the preseason. I'm talking about when they first said, "Man, Jimmy, give us the best chance to win," and he ain't he ain't he ain't deterred from that, even though he should have. We we was calling for his head. We was five and three. Um, we was or no, I mean three and five. Excuse me, three and five. It was called head. We lost to Seattle. Called for his head, and you know, for all the, the that took, he's still like kind of like being modest and humble about it. Like he like he's not rubbing it in nobody's face. It's just like man, whatever. I knew what I planned on doing before this even happened. Like I knew I was going to be here. I told y'all the Super Bowl roster. I told y'all blah 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 blah, and. You know, look what happened. Like, I, 
I tip my hat off to Kyle, man. He he has ice cold ice water veins, bro. Like to stick with this man, especially um, I think it was the Dallas game. I was asking to bench this man, <laughs> like a lot of us. I feel like Trey can do whatever Jimmy does. Honestly, let me just say that first. I feel like whatever Jimmy's doing, Trey could probably do it better with a little bit of coaching. Um. But I'm not going to knock him, though, man. Like, he is clutch, like you said. He'll last drive of the game. Like, for some reason, he kicks in. Like, he 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 finds the, the zen in himself, and he calms down, and he really focuses, and he gets down that field. I don't know how he does it. There's a little bit of luck, like it was with Cincinnati. They should have picked the ball, and they didn't. Some of that stuff is, is like I said, it's good timing, man. God is on the side. But then – other times, it's like you just gotta give him his credit, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't you can't just knock Jimmy like that, man. Especially if he wins the Super Bowl, because they're doing it untraditionally. Like, this is not how you do it. Like, this ain't how you get to the ball the way we plan. But we're getting there, and I'm happy, man. By any means necessary, that's the Niners' motto. Why, why do you Why do you think this is not how you? I'm gonna say. I'm gonna. I'm only saying that because it's like. We're getting away with with bad quarterback play. Sometimes, like those picks that come at unopportune moments, things like that. Like we're getting away with a lot of shit that we're not supposed to be getting away with. That's what I mean. But yeah, you can get there any way you want. Like there's no rule book to how to get to the ball. No, but I'm just saying, like statistically, when you look at okay, Aaron Rodgers, what what I said. Um, no, no, Jimmy, when he's when he throws a pick, he's you know he's two for six now. Shit like that, like. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he doesn't throw, he doesn't give the ball back and you give him too, too many times, he's going to make you pay, yada, yada, yada. We, we are all that crap. We are all other, you know, the big bad stories about these good ass quarterbacks. And, and Jimmy's just making them look like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to come in here and I got a good team around me. We're going to win this game. Like, and that's what's going on, you know, from special teams to defense, even the offensive line, like, Stop shitting on Ron, uh, Tom Compton every time he has a bad game, bro. Like, because with Tom Compton, we were like the best offensive line like two or three weeks in a row. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I don't know. It's like the more we win, the more the Niner fans like they seem to get like kind of like entitled. Like we ain't been here in so long. You know what I mean? Just enjoy it, enjoy it. Yeah. Especially if this is supposed to be Jimmy's last year. Like, let that man leave. You know, in a in a blaze of glory, like, cause he's. I mean, shit. He he fake suffered he, with us. He bro. gonna like, have to. He gonna have to. <laughs> uh, Darius, I'm gonna get you off so I get the next caller on. All right. All right, for sure, bro. And he's going like you said, like you said. Hey, hey, Croc. One more thing, man. While, while we're still yeah. here talking, I still need to know how to how to buy me that hat, man. I need oh, to know what's going. Right. How how do I man, how do I hit, get it? Hit me on hit me on Twitter. Just DM me if you uh, can. If you can't, just you gotta DM check me. them bro, bad boys, man. I got one more hat. Uh, it's the you gotta uh, check your DMs, cool, bro. I got the cool blue. I got the cool blue one. I got a couple beanies, but uh, all right, now nah, I will. I'll for uh, sure. I'll be looking for sure. Like you said, man, Jimmy's gone. Like there's nothing he can do, man. Just financially, if nothing else, financially is a reason why Jimmy's gonna leave with the Super Bowl ring. All right, Crockman, y'all have a good day, though, man. Y'all stay blessed, man. All right, here we go, real quick. I got some super chats to get to. Uh, got my guy Marquez Valentine. He says, I don't believe the locker room is totally cool with Jimmy G. The players on the team see what we see. 
Uh, we have a good locker room and keep things in-house. I think Juice and Kilo are Jimmy fans. You know, I, I say it all the time. Listen, I, I was on the New York Jets when they had uh, Mark Sanchez, right? And Mark Sanchez, I took – Mark Sanchez was a quarterback on the, on the Jets team that went to two straight AFC championship games, all right? Obviously, I got there after that. But he had some level of success, rookie year in his second year with Rex Ryan. And a lot of those guys that were in the locker room when I got there. And at the end of the, oh, and then when I got there in, you know, uh, I signed in like February or whatever it was. So I'm there. And come May or April, they draft Geno Smith. And there was that quarterback kind of controversy, but whatever the case is. And I can tell you this, nobody gave a fuck who, like, who, like, but I got a job to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got a job to do. I have to do my job or I ain't going to be here no more. And the players understand that. I think when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, I think guys appreciate what he's done. You know, they have won a lot of games when he plays. They, they lost a lot of games when he's not playing. I think they appreciate that. Uh, I think they have bought into him, you know, the leader that he is. But I'll tell you this. If Trey Lance started, if Kyle was like, all right, like we're going to Trey Lance. They can't, they got a job to do. Those dudes got a job to do. I think the fans make a bigger deal out of like the players being behind them. I get what they say. Like, if you ask these players a question about Jimmy Garoppolo, what are they supposed to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, hey, hey, uh, Eric Crocker, what do you think about Jimmy Garoppolo? Uh, is he a good quarterback? Like, nah, I'm motherfucking sorry. And really, he a liability, but. You know, all we could do is do our job. We got to carry him all the way. Like, nobody's going to say that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're not going to say that. It's like, what do people expect them to say? They're going to say what you, they're going to say what, in your heart, what you know that they're supposed to say, that's what they're going to say. And now I love Jimmy, man. He's been a stand-up guy. He's handled this situation extremely well. Uh, you know, it's, it hasn't been an ideal situation on drafting a young guy, but, you know, we have his back. He goes out there, he competes, and he leads. That's the obvious. So, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. You know, he got Juice, he got Kittle kind of in his corner and whatnot. But I think it's more so about, like, what do, what, what do we expect them to say? They're not going to talk bad about him. Oh, my God, Keith, uh, where do we call in? I'm not putting up the call in link anymore because we're already uh, over time. And I got two callers waiting. So uh, I won't put the link up. But tomorrow morning, 6.30 a.m. Pacific, 9.30 a.m. Eastern, you know what I'm saying? We right here. We got almost 500 of y'all in here right now. Um, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, all that good stuff. But tomorrow, the link will be back. All right. Uh, he took points away, talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, from the team in the Packers game and the Cowboys game. We didn't have an offensive score in the Packers game. I know I, I know it's not as ideal, but, you know, I, I give them somewhat of a pass in the Packers game because, you know, they had to battle the elements. That like that, that was one of those games where it's just like, man, we just got to figure out how to win and get the fuck out of here. You just got to figure out a way to win and get out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that was that game. And I thought, I get it. I, I'm not, I know a lot of people are referencing that game in the sense of stats and numbers and all that type of stuff. To me, that was the one where it was just like, man, just win. Any, any way, shape possible, like, just win. And I thought they did a good job of that. Uh, the rest of the team is peaking and Jimmy isn't. His QB rating is trending down the last five games. Eventually, it will catch up. Uh, look at Tennessee. I know. And, and that's the one thing, 
trust me, I, I, I'm very aware of that, right? I'm very aware of the fact that, you know, the, 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 the luck of the Irish can run out on the 49ers at any time because they do win in spite of Jimmy Garoppolo. But he still can contribute to win. So, uh, you know, I talked about the caller earlier, Kenneth Goldsmith, and he was, you know, talking about it. And I, I get it. It's not, it's not ideal. But hopefully the team around him continues to be really good. Or, or maybe Jimmy just has one of those games where he lights it up. Uh, at some point, you kind of know it's happening, but I keep thinking that, and the 49ers defense and team still comes to the rescue and then gives him the position to close it out, which is what I, this whole video was talking about and being clutch in that last moment. All right, here we go. Uh, Jimmy is the school kid who dishes class all year, fakes being sick, misses <laughs> her last week of the year uh, crunch time, and he finishes the year with a C minus. Does just enough to get a passing grade. I give him a C plus. I give him a C plus. What do you think about that? He can't get a C plus? And we got a lot of, I, if I missed, while I was reading those, there were a lot of comments that went, okay, here we go. I see this one. Let me start at. So I might have missed some of the super chats. All right, here we go. Okay, I'm back. I'm back, Kyle. Uh, we got Hate Mason. He says, uh, do you think with Trent Williams being gone and the Rams having Donald and Von Miller and Floyd, do you think that this is a high risk of losing? Is it gone? Please don't tell me he's gone. I hope that's not the case. I haven't seen anything that says Trent Williams is out. Not yet, at least. I will probably find out more Wednesday, but we need Trent Williams. Von Miller is on some, he's on some stuff right now. So, yeah, we need Trent Williams. All right, here we go. I'm bringing back my guy, 49ers Pimpin. Uh, he wasn't able to finish his uh, what his, his take, but, but go ahead, bro. Man, my fault. My internet, man. I'm going to make it quick. Uh, you know, I think a lot of the fan base been listening to Grant Connell too much, man. Respect to him. He's doing a great thing over there. But, you know, anytime Jimmy does anything bad, it don't matter if he win or not. You know, it, it, it's crazy. But, you know, they act like elite quarterbacks just grow on trees. They don't. Right. There's only a handful in the league. There's only a handful in the world. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, every elite quarterback, except maybe Lamar Jackson, every elite quarterback has elite wide receivers. Elite. Jimmy has never thrown to Stephon Diggs. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? Tyreek Hill. Like, you know, I love Debo. I love Brandon Ayuk. They're great. And they ain't even reached their prime yet. You know what I'm saying? But we not. I think Debo is more of an elite football player than he is just. Then he is a wide receiver. receiver. Exactly. Because if you remember, Debo led the league in drops, I think, either this year. Uh oh. Oh, we lost my guy again. If you, if you remember, oh, okay. If you remember, Croc, the I think the closest thing I've seen Jimmy have to a uh, upper tier wide receiver, just because he was older and in his prime, was like an Emmanuel Sanders. Well, he wasn't in his prime, but you know he was seasoned. Yeah. Uh oh. All right, uh, Forty Nine Pippen, we're gonna have to get that Wi Fi. We're gonna have to get that Wi Fi right. Uh, he cut out again. Uh, I do see people, you know, some people, hey, Debo is an elite wide receiver. George Kittle is elite. Definitely, George Kittle is elite. To me, Debo Samuel, he's an elite football player. Like, just football player, like, he's elite. J just figure it out. Just get the ball in his hands. I think Kyle Shanahan does an amazing job 
of doing that. Okay, we got we got 49 pimping back. We're gonna we're gonna keep it rolling with them. All oh, right, here we go. We I'm back, back again. Okay, look, I was gonna give up. Yeah. Man, look, I love they my said you on a McDonald's Wi-Fi. I probably am, man. You know, I gotta get it, I gotta get it right, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get it right. But look, man, I'm gonna end it. Croc, I love your show. I love what you do. I love my 49 effect. Uh-oh. All right. All right. We lost him again. We lost him again. All right. Uh-huh. Croc, don't let him disrespect our weapon. Yeah. It, it, Kittle, for sure elite. Debo is elite. He's an elite football player. Like, he's just an elite football player. Everybody that I, I know, um, they love Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel is, like, people that have their fans of other teams and whatnot. Like, Debo is, like, their favorite player. My big brother, diehard Cowboy fan. My brother loves Debo Samuel. He hates, my brother hates the 49ers. He hates everything about the 49ers, but he loves Debo Samuel. So Debo Samuel is an elite football player. He's he's a little non-traditional, even though I know somebody puts this that 1,400 yards receiving, amazing. It's a little, it's a it's a little non-traditional in the sense of how you, but he's elite. He's elite. He's an elite football player. Uh the echo chamber of Jimmy sucks. Should listen to the players, the media makes. A good convo, not uh, not good analysis or uh, of talent. Um, I touched on this. I also said, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what the players are supposed to say when they're asked about Jimmy Garoppolo. I will say this, though. Richard Sherman still vouching for Jimmy G when he's not on the team anymore. I think that's that's good. Right. That's that's good for the Jimmy camp. That's definitely good for the Jimmy Kim. Appreciate the contribution. But 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 Mambas? But Mambas? Appreciate the contribution there. Um, I do think that's the highest. Every people have said all this different stuff about Jimmy G and whatnot. And a lot of the guys have um, you know, some of it I take with a grain of salt, but the Richard Sherman vouching for him when he doesn't have to. I think that kind of speaks a little bit more. And you know, Richard Sherman not gonna hold his tongue for nobody. I think that speaks kind of volumes to how people feel about Jimmy G. Maybe there is a lot of truth to it. I think some of it is just kind of what they're supposed to say. His his wife, I heard him talking stupid and said, no, I cut. Oh, man, no, I can't let him go out like that. So we're bringing 49ers pimping back. He's back. All right, go ahead and finish the take, man. I can't Hell let him go out man. like I'm that, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> Hell, man. What you talking about? Yeah. Nah, man. Look, Jimmy ain't that bad, bro. He's not elite. Jimmy's not elite. I'm not. I'm not. I see a lot of comments. I'm not saying that he's like the best thing to go, but he's not that bad, man. And we win games. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm gonna leave you with this, Croc. He's never played a full season and not went to the Super Bowl as it stands. And I'm out. All right, all right. We out. We out with that. Forty nine and Pimpin. I got one person in the chat, and I, I thought I was getting out of here. I have a, I have a, uh, a meeting I have to get ready for. Underdog Fantasy need that money. Make sure if y'all know already, man, download the Underdog Fantasy app, or go to UnderdogFantasy.com. Promo code Crocky. Go make you some money, man. We're making money all the time. All right, but I saw one person. Who was it? It was somebody said, "I'm not following if I can't get on and talk." Where was it at? Ike. All right, Ike. Ike is the 100% last caller. All right, Ike, I'm going to let you get your take off, baby. Get your take off. Uh, while we wait for Ike to get on, we've got over 400 of you in here right now. We've had close to around 500, majority of the show. I appreciate everybody that has contrib contributed to this awesome show. Y'all have kept me, uh, what, 30 minutes longer than what we were expecting. But um, 
Shout out to everybody in here. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. All 400 of y'all, man. All 400 of y'all. Ike, where you at? Say, I can't follow if I can't talk. What's the number to talk? I put the link in there. All right, I'll post it again just in case you missed. Nobody else clicked that damn link. All right, but Ike, you click the link. Where you at, Ike? I'm waiting. Where's Ike at, y'all? Where's Ike at? I know, right? Ike better have liked this. Ike, we waiting on you, baby. We waiting on you. Somebody want to do a countdown? This is what we're going to do. Nah, I ain't going to do the countdown, but we waiting on you, Ike. Where you at? While we wait on Ike, uh, hit the button like my guy Rocky Mountain Razor back. Say, hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe. All right. There, it looks like I, I froze up, man. He got cold feet, left me at the altar. All right. I appreciate everybody that's in here today, man. Everybody that contributed to the show. Hit the like button, subscribe button, all that good stuff. Man, awesome conversation. I want to bring a different perspective. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo. I do. Like, this isn't like a, like I'm doing something for clicks or anything like that. I literally think Jimmy Garoppolo is clutch in the last three minutes. Now, the other 57 minutes of the game, it's uh, highly debatable, all right? But last three minutes, not many I roll with over Jimmy Garoppolo. So I appreciate everybody, man. I appreciate this great show. We're going to be back here 6.30 a.m. Pacific tomorrow, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. It's time to get out of here, man. We are out. Peace! Intercepted. It is picked off by Aaron Crocker over midfield. He'll run it all the way. Crop Talk TV Podcast. Podcast. Peace.